Welcome to the Ohm Well Podcast, a place where you can sit back and relax your nervous system. My name is Emma Johnston, and I am your host. Enjoy my variety of meditations and solo casts designed to regulate your system and raise your vibration. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. This week we're going to be talking about Ayurveda, so what that is and how we can use Ayurveda to support us throughout the seasons, specifically the upcoming season of late fall and moving into early winter. Ayurveda is a 5,000-year-old Indian system of care that holistically addresses the mind, body, and spirit, emphasizing on eating right to bring yourself back into balance, exercising, breathing fully, reducing stress, sleeping well, and other basic concepts to keep your body whole, balanced, and healthy. That is a quote from the book Ayurveda Beginner's Guide by Susan Wise Bolin. I love this quote because it really does encapsulate all of what Ayurveda is. And so if you have already or if you haven't dove into Ayurveda, it can kind of feel overwhelming at first. There is so many different concepts and it just feels like such a large thing to start to learn about. And so this quote really does just hit all the points. It is a system on whole and holistic wellness. Ayurveda is also referred to as the sister science of yoga. And so in Ayurveda, we refer to the three doshas, vata, pitta, and kapha. The qualities of vata are airy, cold, dry, fast, irregular, light, mobile, rough, spacey, and unpredictable. And then the element that vata is linked to is air. The qualities of pitta are acidic, hot, intense, light, penetrating, sharp, and then the element is fire. The qualities of kapha are cold, oily, slow, sluggish, smooth, solid, stable, steady, and moist. The element of kapha is earth. So when I was first learning about the doshas, I found it really, really helpful to link the elements to the doshas. So for vata, it's air, pitta, it's fire, kapha, it's earth. We all embody all three of these doshas, but some more than others. So for example, I have more vata and pitta qualities than kapha, and someone else might have way more kapha qualities and very little vata and pitta. We are all so unique and so different, and some people can actually be very equal between all three, but that's quite rare. And so us as humans embody the doshas, but so do the seasons and the world around us. In this episode, we're going to be talking about late fall and early winter season. And this is the season of vata, or air. So I'm going to share with you some things you can do this vata season to support your health, happiness, and well-being. Starting with some things to support your mind and spirit. So the first topic of mind and spirit is going inwards. So since we're moving into the season of winter, this is a season of darkness, of going slower, of rest. And so some ways you can go inwards are meditation, 
Uh, this is observing your thoughts and becoming aware that you are the observer of your thoughts. And this is really getting you closer to getting to know who you really are on the inside. And then another really good way of doing this is journaling. You can find so many journaling prompts online. I get a lot of mine off of Pinterest, actually. And you can just kind of type in the topic that you are going for. So maybe you are wanting to dive into self-discovery or anxiety or anger or whatever it is. There's a journal prompt for everything. And then the next one is Yoga Nidra. So this is the meditation of deep rest. This is where you get your body into such a relaxed state that your nervous system can re-regulate, it can rest, the mind and body and spirit can all start to heal themselves. Another thing is restorative yoga. So this, if you don't know what restorative yoga is, it is a really slow practice of yoga. You hold poses with uh, support of bolsters or blankets or blocks for up to one, maybe even five minutes. Restorative yoga is one of my favorite practices of yoga, types of yoga. Just because I've seen so much transformation happen when I do teach this yoga and the transformation it's had on my healing journey. I'm actually going to be starting an online yoga class. So it's every Monday, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, online through Zoom. Uh, it's $7 a class and we'll be practicing restorative yoga and a yoga nidra meditation. Uh, it's just going to be a really good way to slow down, reset, and restore your energy for the week ahead. Um, so if you're interested in joining that, I'll leave a link in the show notes below. And the second topic for mind and spirit is grounding. So you've probably heard of the word grounding and either you know exactly what it means or you're kind of unsure of what that means. So if I was to explain grounding to someone who has no idea what it means, it would mean to me or how I would explain it is, so you know when you're feeling anxious, overwhelmed, uh, stressed out, that's you ungrounded. You're feeling way up here, above above your body. So your energy is floating above you and outside of you. And so what it means to be grounded is collecting all of your energy, bringing it back into your body, and then bringing it down into the earth. And it's like taking a deep breath. And how you feel at the pause between the exhale and the inhale. The space in between of stillness, of peace, of ease, feeling collected, and in the present moment. So some ways we can ground is through a grounding meditation, and I have one on this podcast. Uh, it's towards the beginning of this podcast, just called grounding meditation. It's really quick. Uh, and then another way to ground is actually by getting outside, maybe putting your feet into the earth, but that would be more for a summer or a spring. So since we're moving into winter, just getting outside, touching the trees, seeing the trees, smelling the trees, feeling the earth beneath your feet. This is grounding, letting our body know we're here on earth, we're safe, I'm in the present moment, just getting back to like your most basic level of being. We get so caught up in the worrying, the doing, 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 going, 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 rather than just being in our bodies in the present moment. That is feeling grounded. So another way that you can ground your energy is by making a winter altar. 
So finding some items outside to create a beautiful altar. And when I do this, I always make an offering back to the earth. It is so, so important that we do more for the earth than we take from her. We've gotten to the place that we are in right now because we've been taking, taking, taking from the earth. And as a collective, we've not been giving back and honoring the earth for all that she's provided for us and will continue to provide for us. So some ways you can offer something back to the earth is literally by being conscious. Being conscious about the way you live your life. So when you're going to the grocery store, are you buying things with plastic wrapped in plastic wrapped in plastic just because it's more convenient for you to not peel the thing or whatever it is? Are you buying decorations that are made from a poor quality plastic that you're going to put up for one holiday season and then it's not going to be good enough for the next season so you'll just throw it out into the trash? Those kind of things are super, super easy ways that you can just start to become conscious of how much trash am I creating? How much damage am I doing to the earth by making this choice? The earth wants us to use her medicine in a conscious way. So making this altar and by saying to the earth, I will be so much more conscious about the amount of trash I create this week, this month, I will pick up trash this week and this month, and so forth, and I will take this from you to build my beautiful altar, my winter altar to honor you. Another thing to keep in mind when taking from the earth is to be aware of your surroundings and be aware of what you're taking. So when I'm harvesting St. John's wort in the summer, I go to a patch and I look, okay, is this patch super abundant in this space? Okay, if it is, then I can take from this patch. But if I go somewhere else and there's only like a few plants, I'm not going to take all those plants. I'm actually going to leave them all and go and take from a more abundant space. So just being out in nature and being conscious of what's happening around you in nature is grounding also because we're not worrying about our phones, our technology, uh, the stress of our everyday lives. We are reconnecting to the earth and that is grounding. So the next topic is taking care of your mental health. So the first one I have is getting out into the sun when it does come out. Uh, Wherever you're at in the world, maybe you live in a place where the sun barely comes out in the winter. Embrace all that you have when the sun does come out. Get out there. Let the sun touch your skin if that's possible. I know this isn't possible for everyone. So a really good thing to do if you don't get a lot of sunshine and actually majority of the planet is deficient in this is taking your vitamin D. So especially in the winter and always I recommend everyone be taking vitamin D. It is helping with your happiness. It is helping with your immune system And then another supplement is magnesium. It helps with anxiety. It helps with so many more things that I'm not even going to touch on. So the next thing is selenium. Studies have shown that a low selenium intake can lead to negative mood states and even lead to depression. So something that is really, really high in selenium is Brazil nuts. They say that one Brazil nut actually has your daily dose of selenium in them. So I actually just bought some and I've been eating one to three a day. 
And then one of my favorite herbs is St. John's wort. It's something that I have harvested this past year and that I've made into tinctures. And I literally call it the happy herb because it literally makes you happier. It is so, so amazing for... It has cured some people's anxiety, it has cured some people's depression, but it just overall uplifts your mood and relieves anxiety. And then one more thing for taking care of your mental health this winter, this Vata season, is having something you do for you each week that you can look forward to and that you love. So booking something whether it's alone time maybe it's a yoga class maybe it's an art class maybe it is tea with your friends or dinner with your friends or whatever it is it's something each week that is consistently for you and something that even if the week gets super super hard you know that that thing's coming up and you will enjoy that thing so we're going to move into some ways you can care for your body this vata season So the first one is taking care of your skin. So in Ayurveda, we talk a lot about dry brushing and then oiling. So you've probably seen them, but they have like a wood handle and they have dry, sharp, sharp sharp-ish bristles. And the way that you dry brush is just on a dry, clean body. You just, you start to brush in circular motions just around your joints and then all over your body and you can look this up further and do a little bit more research on how to properly do it but I just do it intuitively and what feels good for me and then for oiling it's just a self-oiling massage you can do this specifically on your hands and feet or you can do it on your whole body and so later I'll go into some oils that are really good for us this vata season The next thing to focus on for our body is focusing on our digestive health. So because vata is such that airy energy, it can cause us to become constipated. That's one of its qualities as well. Um, And so some things we can focus on is drinking warm lemon water in the mornings. This is one of my favorite Ayurvedic practices. It helped me so much on my gut healing journey. It just wipes everything clean, it soothes your digestive tract. It's a super, super beautiful practice to start right first thing in the morning. And then some foods to eat are some cooked root vegetables. So we want to avoid raw vegetables as they are harder to digest during this airy season. So just slightly cooked, you can cook your vegetables in an olive oil or a sunflower oil, sesame seed oil, and avocado oil and those oils are actually all really good for the self-oiling massage as well they're really good for your skin too and then some foods you might want to put on your grocery list for this vata season are avocados beets garlic ginger leeks potatoes pumpkin winter squash and then those oils avocado oil sunflower oil sesame seed oil And then maybe ghee, honey, nuts, um, some soup ingredients, and then some really good spices, some warming spices for the season are cinnamon, nutmeg, cayenne. And then some teas would be a chai tea, if you can find all the ingredients and hand make your chai tea, that's even better, or you might find a prepackaged one. 
And then another one is ginger tea, which ginger is so, so good for digestion or an upset stomach. And another way to focus on your digestive health is by incorporating twists into your yoga or your exercise practice. And this doesn't even have to be a yoga or exercise practice. It can just be in the morning and then the evening. You can lay down on your back, bring your knees into your chest, and then on a big inhale, squeeze in, and exhale, drop your knees over to the left, and then lie there for a few minutes. And you can put a pillow underneath um, your knees to support you if the twist is too deep or if it's painful. Just make yourself as comfortable as possible during this. And then inhale, bring your knees back to center. Exhale, drop them over to the opposite side. And then knowing that both sides are going to be different, so you might need the pillow on one side and you might not on the other side. Just being really gentle. You don't want to hurt your back during this process. Um, I know people with really bad back pain, that twist can be really painful actually. So just really gentle stuff. You can even be standing and just kind of turn over to the left and then turn to the right. That's an even gentler twist. So I hope all of these Ayurvedic tips and tricks were helpful for you and I would love to hear if you practice any of them, what you thought of this episode in the notes below. And once again, if you are interested in starting a yoga practice, I am beginning a weekly yoga class online through Zoom. So this is a restorative yoga practice. It is super slow, super yummy, super, super relaxing. It's focusing on nervous system regulation and restoring your energy for the week ahead. So this will be on Mondays at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time every Monday. It's only $7 to join and I will put the link below where you can sign up and I hope to see you there. Thank you so, so much for tuning into the podcast. We'll see you next time.